Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host today, Lara. I'm one of the events coordinators. And can I get my lovely guests to introduce themselves? Hi, guys. My name is Mary, and I'm the president of Puso. Hi, I'm Sydney. I'm the vice president. Hi, I'm AJ. I'm the ballroom head. I'm Sophella. I'm the treasurer. What it do, y'all? I'm a buhai. It's your boy, Raph, the cultural head, and I'm saying... Okay, with that being said, let's get started with today's topic, which is dating culture. Um, So in your guys' experiences, um, how is dating culture in America? Or if you guys know about the dating culture in the Philippines, like how are they compared? Hmm, that's a good question. I think for the most part, in my experience, um, dating culture coming from the Philippines, it's a bit... Not a bit. It's like hella strict, I would say. I think growing up, my parents always, you know, focused that I told me to focus on, you know, academics first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? You know, there were things like they would say, yo, you know, you should date a, you should date a Filipina, you know, um, you know, keep it within your age group, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just a lot of restrictions, I guess. And I think that's very different than at least I guess in the States, I feel like I've noticed it's a bit more lax. Parents aren't as serious about things like that. But I remember, I don't know, my parents would be sus if I had a girl over or something, just alone in like the house. But I feel like that's not as big of an issue for the most part in America. Um, I feel like in America, America, I was gonna say American culture. um, I feel like, like Raf said, it's a lot more lax. Um, Cause really like, there's no, like, I guess rules, I guess, like in the Philippines, the man typically makes the first move. Whereas here in America, like either the man or the woman can like make the first move. Um, and also like, I feel like in the Philippines, uh, one of the partners like has to, ask the parents permission like it's usually like the man who has to ask the mm. parents like oh can I date your daughter or something like that but here in America like it's usually like you don't ask the parents at all you usually just like go after the person and that's it you have like no contact with the parents so like in the Philippines it's a lot more strict and like very centered around like the family and the parents like also when you start dating someone you start getting to know their family more in the Philippines. And it's like, you're not just dating that one person. Like, you're dating, like, their family. I agree, yeah, no, for sure. I think, um, although the Philippines is a bit more strict, or just Filipinos, I'd say, are a bit more strict when it comes to dating. Like, I kind of, I don't know, I think it's cool. Like, that aspect of courtship, you know? I feel like my parents always emphasize that. When you like a girl, you know, you got to, you know, treat them right, you gotta, you know, show respect, whatever, like, you know that song, Harana? Mm. <laughs> song about, you know, he's like, trying to sing for a girl, you know what I'm saying? And that idea of like, not just like, hopping into a relationship all willy-nilly, you know, just, I guess, trying to court them, you know, trying to woo them over. And I kind of like that aspect, you know, it feels more uh, romantic, I would say. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I was going to agree how I think that, like, um, dating in the Philippines or, like, how do I say, like, how it influenced, like, my view on dating 
is that um, there's a lot more like romance and a lot more like familial kind of like aspects of it. Like you mean their parents and like then you mean like their cousins and then their extended family, at least like from my viewpoint, whenever I see like my cousins like bring home like a girl or a guy, like they always have to go around to like every single aunt, every single uncle, every single cousin to like introduce themselves and like try to get like more closer to the family. And I feel like that's something that's like pretty like unique to um, like our culture. I think that is like something that everyone has, but I feel like it's really like more strongly emphasized in Filipino culture, this idea of like family and like romance. Going off of that, well, um, for instance, often than not in American, in the American culture, it's like running on one, or um, it's it's more of like a feeling of dread. Like I don't like they don't want to like meet the parents initially. It's like oh, I hope the dad like doesn't hate me. It's it's more like something you do to get it over with as opposed to like emphasizing the family culture in American um, dating. I think because like in America, they're really so like emphasizing on individuality and like, oh, I don't have to like tie myself and root myself back to like my family and I don't have to like identify myself with like what my family does. And they just want to like be their own person. So I feel like dating is so like just person in person, but in Philippines, it's like just the fact that the term courting is used there and it's not used here just makes it so much more like serious and yeah, like romantic in terms of like a lot more acts of service, like, you know, mm-hmm. like making time for them, like even like serenading them or just mm-hmm. like all that, like what we call like quote unquote cliche stuff. Uh, like we would call that cliche here because we really don't, I feel like, don't express that kind of attitude when it comes to dating and it's a lot more casual here. Well, also in the Philippines, like, I don't know if you guys know, but like whenever I go and like listen to the radio in the car, there's always like ads or commercials about like dating and stuff. And I remember there was this one station and it would be like, um, callers would like call into the station and talk about like their love lives or like their significant others mm-hmm. or any like problems that they're dealing with and I feel like love in the Philippines is so like highly valued like there's so many like telenovelas about love there's so many like movies and shows and songs about love like of course in America like love is also valued but I think in the Philippines it's so like like it's everywhere, like you see it everywhere. And I feel like that also influences how like people see love. Like I know my cousins talk about like, oh, who do you like? Oh, like, how's this guy going? Like, how's your relationship going and stuff like that? Like it's like all, a lot of our conversations like revolve around that while as like in America it's kind of like more casual. Mm. Yeah. I mean, going back off of what Sabella was saying about um, America kind of tends to focus on individuality. This is kind of off topic, but there is this study, it was kind of like a psychological study about Asian culture and um, American culture or like Western culture and the fact that um, Western culture and it like kind of goes into linguistic stuff 
too, they focus more on individuality and like the main points of things. So like if you were looking at a painting, like Americans or like Western people would tend to focus on the main portion of the painting, whereas like uh, Asians and like more Eastern hemisphere um, would focus more of like a, a wholeness in the sense that there's like a this kind of genuine generality and uh, they would like in the painting instead of focusing on like the main part they would focus on like everything how the background influences like the main portion and stuff like that so I guess that kind of plays into dating culture as well and the fact that you know one person in like Asian cultures might be influenced by like their family and like their background rather than like in America it's just like that one person is just that one person. Yeah I would have to say at least what I've seen in America I feel like dating is like so casual like so super casual. I feel like when I was like talking to my parents about like the idea of just like dating and stuff like, yeah, we go back to, like, them, like, courting each other, but, like, here, like, there's this idea of, like, you know, like, hookups and just, like, just, like, casual, like, things, and I feel like that's something that doesn't really happen in the Philippines, or, like, I don't know, I just feel like that in America, like, the bare minimum is kind of, like, emphasized instead of, like, going beyond um, that, and, like, in the Philippines and trying to, like, woo them, like, serenade them, but here, like, I feel like it's kind of cold, and I've never seen, like, I don't see like that happening a lot in like society today. So um, I took a class on like the sociology of like dating and stuff. Um, it was a very interesting class. So basically like one of the things I learned was that there are differences in like generations and how dating culture has changed between like, um, like how our parents have dated and how like our current generation dates and uh, I learned that like in older generations, they would like date and marry like in their 20s. Like around my age, my parents were dating and like my aunts and uncles, they started marrying when they were like 22, 25. Um, it was like really early, but like nowadays you don't really hear about like people marrying like this early. Usually you would hear someone marrying at like 30 um, or like even further. And I think it's also because we've been so busy, I guess, um, with like the increasing, like the increasing standards of having to like uh, go to grad school or the expectations of uh, be, like applying to jobs and stuff. We have to do more and more and more. And so we don't have time to like even talk to talk to friends or like date anyone anymore. And so I think that also influence, influences dating culture um, anywhere. I would also like to say like, in terms of what Mary said, I definitely think that dating took a step down in terms of like being a priority in American culture because I took a sociology class last year and they were also saying the statistic is that women nowadays are more likely to date later on in like, yeah, like their mid thirties, as opposed to like back then, because uh, there are more opportunities for them in terms of like going to grad school and getting a job 
and not even like women but more people are so career oriented and like trying to like start a life for themselves in terms of like career and finances and they want to make sure that they're financially stable to like support a relationship so they end up settling down a lot later than they used to in the past Mm, that's really cool i think um i don't know the fact that everything is so career oriented like someone brought it up earlier that there's a lot of emphasis on like casual things you know hookups and stuff like that and i think that has sparked i think more it has made talking about you know things like safe sex and safe sex practices and things like that a bit more um like acceptable to talk about in public. I feel like in the Philippines, that's very much not the case. It feels very taboo to talk about, you know, casual hookups, you know, I guess that also ties into the fact that it's very religious there in the Philippines. But um, I think because of the casualness of everything here in the States, it's uh, brought about a wave of like sex ed, you know, and I think that's very important. And I think from my experiences, at least like the Philippines, is lagging behind in that, you know, yeah. Like, I definitely think there's different sides to it um, because like, yeah, like Raf said, like in the Philippines, it's very different. Like it's very taboo to bring up like sex culture and just anything about that. But at the same time, like, how are you gonna educate the younger generation about like, protecting yourself from that? And just because it's so hard to bring up, I feel like a lot of them like aren't educated and here, at least, like, more people are making it normalized and generalized, saying, hey, like, uh, like, keep yourself safe, like, we'll educate you about this, about that, like, different ways, like, birth control, everything like that. But also what comes with that is, like, because American, like, dating is so, like, casual, and it's so, like, non-commitment and not as serious, like, the fact that, like, if someone were to date seriously, they kind of, like, not say like looking down, but they kind of started uh, generalizing that too, saying like if someone, if a guy were to like settle down for a girl and like really like put effort into a relationship, like they made a slang term called sin. And just like the fact that that word exists is just <laughs> like saying, explaining how our dating culture in America is being like, mm. oh, don't get into a serious relationship. Like, why are you doing this? Like, that's weird. You shouldn't be doing it. I think that's like the biggest difference between uh, American culture and like in dating and like dating in like other parts of the world. Just that like term sin. It's like when it first came about, it was like kind of a jokingly, I guess. But as time went on, I feel like I've seen it more used in more and more examples where it's like someone got serious, like intentionally, like with romantic intention. Derogatory. Like derogatory, yeah where it's like their intentions are really like good, but um, the line has like blurred. So I think that's another like serious difference. Yeah, um, moving on from that, do you guys think that um, like with the differences in like Filipino dating culture and like American dating culture that like maybe your parents or like society like sets like an expectation on you on like how to date or like who to date or do you guys think that like it's being changed like now like with like the young, newer generation so counterintuitive because like growing up in the household and obviously like 
I don't move out until I'm like older. So like just growing up and always being in that environment, I'm surrounded by the fact of like the conservative viewpoint of saying like, oh, take dating seriously. Like, don't date anyone until you're at a certain age, like everything like that. Like my mom would always remind me that. But then like, you know, when I would go to school or like hang out everywhere else external, like being exposed to like another environment, which is like very, very different. You know, especially like social media, the way they kind of like portray dating culture and hookup culture is very contrasting to like what they say in the household. So, yeah. And like, I also wanted to bring up the fact, like, I'm not sure if this is relevant, but it's like also very counterintuitive the way that like um, parents would tell you not to date until a certain age, like until you're like, out of college but then once you're out of college you're like okay when are you gonna get married so it's like like what you how how am i supposed to like just jump into that you know about that um like a personal thing my um my cousin from my dad's side they they would always like pressure her like you know focus on school focus on school you know don't focus on dating and now she's like in her early 40s and she's like you know, working two jobs now. She's out of um, grad school. And now they're all like, where's your husband? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I always feel really bad. <laughs> like, that's like, that reminded me of that like, situation. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of my cousins too, actually. Like, in the Philippines, um, their parents, like, expected them to go to school and, like, study hard every day and, like, go to law school uh, go to school to become a doctor. And like right after they get a job, their parents are like, where's your husband? When are you getting married? When, when, are you, when am I having like grandchildren? You know, and it's like, how are you gonna set that expectation when you won't let your children you know, go out and practice safe dating? It's like a whole 180, right? It's yeah. So, it's so ironic. Mm -hmm. I think with my experience, I think my experience in terms of how my parents influenced my dating culture, I guess, has been really positive. I think growing up, they always had those expectations of, you know, focus on school, whatever, very conservative viewpoints. But I think when we, you know, moved to the States and, you know, my parents got exposed to, you know, the culture of dating here in the States, I think they started to ease off a bit. So my dad is a teacher. He's a middle school math teacher. And I think that really helped with just him learning about, like, the vibes of people here and understanding like, yo, I think, you know, my viewpoints may be a bit archaic or like maybe I need to change or compromise a bit. I think honestly, I'm really blessed with parents that, you know, are cool with changing their viewpoints. They're not there yet, I would say in terms of a lot of things, which I'm very fine with, but I think for the most part, they've been very open-minded with, you know, everything. And I think because of that, I would say that I've had positive experiences with dating, I guess, growing up, you know, middle school, high school, etc. I think for me, my parents set expectations for me. Um, like, they were always like, oh, um, you can't start dating until you're like 21. But like, I'm 21 now, but they're still like, no, don't start dating yet. Not, not until after. <laughs> yeah, they keep pushing it back. And I feel like they're also like, they kind of hint at it. They're always like, oh, uh, when are you like, dating a Filipino guy? 
or like I feel like they want me to date a Filipino guy that is around my age and that is kind of like pressuring um and well not really dating but like marrying you know and uh they've been talking to me about like um having like grandchildren that they, they can visit and stuff which is very pressuring to me especially my brother um also going off that i feel like um they are more lenient on my brother to date and stuff where whereas for me they're like oh don't date don't date, date yet but like i hear like in the kitchen they're like oh uh have you like uh been talking to a girl or something like that i'm like what why are you gonna do that <laughs> um going off like what raf said about changing your perspective i think it's like really crazy because a lot of my Filipino friends from high school and like from home, their experiences are more like Mary's. But since my parents, they came to the States like really young, like 20, 21. So they spent more than half of their lives in the States. They spent more time living in the States than um, the Philippines. So like, obviously they have like their traditional, like, you know, don't get, um, don't have a kid until like you're ready. And like, don't focus on school, which like I completely agree with, but they're also like, you know, they don't really care about like the rate, like they don't want care if my girlfriend is Filipina or not, and, like whatever her like, you know, career path is. They they just like they always tell me like just make sure there's someone like you're happy with, which mm -hmm. I think is really cool. Yeah, like honestly, I have pretty similar parents too. Like both of my parents. Well, um, my mom came here when she was 13 and my dad came here when he was in college. So they came around like pretty young. Um, and I feel like it's kind of weird because they do have their kind of quote unquote traditional aspects to them where it's like, oh, don't date until like you're in college or something or you're going to date, date responsibly, that type of stuff. And then there are times when I would feel like they would kind of push, oh, I would much like it if you dated a Korean guy or a Chinese guy, um, you know, like, that will be nice, but, you know, it's not, it's not mandatory, I'm just saying it as a high recommendation <laughs> type thing, um, but I feel like throughout the years, they have gotten more lenient and more open to the kind of American mindset of, you know, interracial dating and dating people outside of your actual ethnic culture, which I think is really cool. And I feel like it's slowly becoming a topic of interest, especially like throughout social media, the fact that interracial dating is okay. Um, and that even in, I guess, more conservative countries like Asia and like specifically where when I come from is like Korea, like the fact that interracial dating is still kind of looked down upon and kind of not accepted, but through like social media and the exposure of different interracial couples, it's slowly becoming a topic of conversation and like in to parents is like, oh, is it okay to let my child date someone of not the same culture, cultural background? Yeah, um, I have to agree that my experience with 
um, at least my parents' expectation on dating is kind of similar to Mary's. Um, but I do have to say that my, my mom, at least, um, has been very, like, open and very, like, like her, her thinking has been, like, pretty, like, changing to, um, like, the times. Like, she's okay with, um, like, what race I date. She said, as long as I'm happy. Um, but she does say, like, as long as, like, they make money. <laughs> they, were, like, they were, like, she said, as long as they make money and, like, you can still, like, financially, like, um, support yourself and like you don't have to support him then it's like fine by me which I think is a very interesting like thing and I think that's how like my mindset changed about it how like she still wants me to be independent like for myself and like I don't need like a guy to like date but as long as if, if I do date someone that I can like that they can financially save like be stable and like we can both be if that makes sense because I feel like in the older generation there was like this idea of like the guy being like the breadwinner or like the girl being like a housewife but I think um like my mom's perspective on it really changed how like women and men can both be like breadwinners and how like we both can be like independent people kind of thing okay I have a question so Mary brought up this idea that um you know her parents treat her brother different than she is being treated and I definitely would agree with that I would say that my parents I guess just looking back in retrospect have treated me a bit more lax than my sister, you know, I think both of us, my sister and I both have like dated people, whatever, but like, they're definitely more calm about me going out with, you know, my significant other than my sister. And I was just wondering what you guys think that is, what, like, why is that? You think it's because of like, I don't know, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, <laughs> speaking off of like Korean culture and Korean like ideals, there was like this thing where in the Asian kind of community and families that the son is always the one who passes down the last name type mm -hmm. thing. And the fact that they are the ones who kind of continue the legacy, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I feel like this has been like rooted into like Asian ideals, like not even just Korean, not just Filipino, but just like Asian in general, that this idea that you have to have a son to keep the name from dying out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, your daughter is still a part of your family, but they, since ultimately they kind of changed their last name or like are quote unquote given off to another family after they get married, uh, families tend to I guess put more importance on their son by letting them choose who they date more. And then for their daughter, they kind of let them, I guess, quote unquote, be, but then also kind of, they want their daughter to go to a proper family to continue that family. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not sure if this is still like completely relevant to modern day because I know there are still some traces, but like especially in the past where everything was so like patriarchal oriented, it was always like, you know, the man, the head of the household, like pleasing the man. It's never like know how to like treat a woman. It's always like learn how to like please a man. So in terms of like like educating people and telling them like it like telling girls like especially like 
not really like in dating culture, but just in general, like telling girls like, oh, like, why are you dressing this way? Why are you dressing so scandalous? It's like you want them to see you. And it's the fact that we have to tell girls how to dress, but not tell guys and educate them how to not um, objectify women like that, you know? So I feel like a lot of it, it goes back to the reason why, like in terms of gender norms, like dating for girls is more strict uh, because like they're worried, like for me, like the par- my parents are worried that like something will happen to me that like I could, I could like possibly, you know, be targeted if I go out and expose myself to other people. And I feel like it's more of like, telling girls like, watch out, don't do this, don't do this, like always be careful rather than telling guys like, treat girls carefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. I think actually it's like kind of the exact same mindset my dad has because um, like my brother, he's like older than me, but he's around the same age as like what I was when he started dating his girlfriend. And it was like this kind of idea that he didn't have to protect like my brother, but he has to protect like me and my sister kind of thing where it's like, we're, we're something that like um, like boys can hurt, but he doesn't have to teach like his son to to like not hurt women kind of thing. Um, yeah, like I think it goes back to like this, the stereotypical like gender roles where it's like, oh, like men are like impenetrable, like no one can hurt them, whatever. So like, I don't need to like set a standard for them or I don't need to like remind them of anything, but for, like for women, like, oh, women are kind of like these gentle creatures or whatever. So we need to like make sure like they're not hurt. Um, and I think it goes back to that, but I think it's also maybe the fact that I'm like the youngest child and like my parents don't want to see me like leave the nest. So I feel like that's maybe why that they um, are more lenient towards like my brother um, dating, but I don't know about you guys. Like if you look back in history, like women tended to date like economy like um, financial reasons um it was mostly because they wanted to date a man that was like rich and who could like financially support the family and who had like a lot of land and had a really nice house and then like the woman could just like take care of the children and like clean the house and like while the man is like out um earning money um and I think that definitely like times are changing. Like, um, like back to what Sydney was saying, um, how like usually when a heteronormative couple like marries, it's usually the woman who takes the man's last name. But now usually I see like um, for a woman, they have their last name dash their husband's last name. Or sometimes they even just keep their last name too. Um, and I think that's one example of how like these days, um, there's not really like rules anymore. Like, um, like I think that culture, like society today are being more like lenient on women. Um, and uh, these days, like, uh, cause like women are out in the workforce, like uh, you, c- you could see like the man taking care of the children where as like the woman is out like earning money. Hmm. I think, you guys bring up this point of like changing or that culture is changing, you know, nowadays. Uh, with that being said, do you guys think that it's important that you talk to your parents? Like given that they have, you know, archaic or, consi- or 
conservative views, do you think it's an important thing to have a conversation with your parents and try to tell them like, oh, your views are wrong? Or like, are you guys content with, I guess, just letting them think the way that they think as long as you're able to do what you want to do? Like, I don't know. Is that conversation important to have with your parents, at least when it comes to dating culture? I think it's it's good to talk to your parents about it. Um, like for me, um, my views on dating are very different compared to my parents, but I don't think they're necessarily wrong. It's just like how they were brought up and how their parents taught them about like dating culture, especially in the Philippines, like how that's very different in America. But um, I think that when it comes to me and my parents, I don't really talk about dating. Um, I think because they're very protective of me. And so honestly, like I have never talked to them about like, uh, like people I liked or people that I've been seeing, you know? It's always like kept inside. Um, but I think they're trying to like ask me more just because like I said before, they want me to marry. <laughs> Like, yeah, I totally agree in the sense that although my views on dating may be different than my parents, that doesn't necessarily mean that my parents' views are, I guess, wrong in the sense. It might just be based off of, like, their own experiences as well and things that they are seeing. Like, oh, you know, my friend has a significant other who doesn't make as much money, and so she's living a harder life, that type of scenario. And so they might translate that into their own thoughts and be like, oh, so that means that means you shouldn't find someone so that you don't live that type of life in that sense, which I kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, but also in my case too, my parents are relatively open in the sense that they understand that I'm my own person and that I have different uh, views than them. And so when they do say those things, I kind of, I guess in a way brush it off, but also like, oh, I might not just uh, agree with that. And I like might say that and they'll be like, okay. And, but I feel like ultimately that's their decision to keep thinking the way that they think. Yeah, to answer Raph's question, I think it is still important to have that conversation with your parents because just because they're like views are different, it doesn't mean like one is better than the others. Ultimately, it's because they grew up in a different time. So their views and like um, norms were different. So like, I guess in that sense, I think in terms like with my mom, how she interprets like how she was raised with like American culture now. She like kind of picked like which aspects were important and which she emphasized more. And that's what she like prioritized. And I think that's like more important for you, like individually, like determine what suits your, what you want in a relationship and like what you prioritize. Um, also like, for me, I think it really depends on like situation based because I know like some of my friends' parents are so much more strict than others. And especially like, yeah, like, not necessarily to say that like their viewpoint on dating is wrong, but 
they definitely don't have like some of them don't have as much of an open mind as other parents do about like the changing times and the changing culture so a lot of my friends wouldn't even tell their parents because they don't trust their parents with telling them and they feel like it would do more damage to telling them than like benefit in terms of like openness Mm -hmm. and there's like they would get scared you know but for mine like thankfully my mom I would say she's like kind of in the middle because she is like very strict when it came to dating or at least like when I was in high school like I, I didn't date anyone until like my senior year so she always told me like not to date anyone until I was older and like once I like finally told her that I started dating someone like obviously we had like a whole conversation about it it was very like this and that like my viewpoint her viewpoint like her take on it but like thankfully she was able to adjust and like accept the fact that I was like you know quote unquote like leaving this or like dating someone (laughs) you know so like in the end she accepted it and like I didn't even expect her to like do this but actually like with my last boyfriend uh, even though like she she like really didn't want me to date in the beginning she like ended up really really liking him and like even the fact of like thinking of him as a son or like even when I would eat she'd be like oh give some to him so it's like so crazy how like how much of a 180 she did for that so I really think it depends on like how open your parent is to changing your viewpoint and like, accepting and adapting to things and a matter of trust yeah, I think also like to kind of jump off of that and like I kind of agree with um, Sydney and Mary's viewpoint too, where I kind of like felt no need to educate my parents or like to change your viewpoint in a sense, um, just because like I knew that the places that we grew up were just like totally different and that like it's that that was something that I would have to accept kind of. Um, but I think that it was very like situational where like if they did make a comment about things that I felt um, were uncomfortable. I, I was uncomfortable with, or things that I felt that if they just knew more about our culture, they wouldn't have made that comment. Then I would take that chance to kind of like, um, like insert like my opinion on it. But like besides that, I never like found a need to I guess like challenge them in a sense because like their opinions aren't wrong. They're just like not this time period, and I think that's okay. So before we end today's podcast, I'm going to ask one final question to you guys. How do you think um, dating is during COVID? I think that, well, obviously we can't see a lot of people as much anymore. And so I think like dating apps have been like on the rise. I think that um, like (laughs) Zoom dates have been on the rise. I've seen those a lot. And just like because we can't see each other more, like texting has been a huge thing. Like if you, like you would have to like text your significant other more. And uh, it's just a lot more like social media and text and like electronically like based, you know? Like, I feel like it's very hard to keep a relationship if it's just online especially during COVID. And I think like people have been having like troubles um, dating during COVID. I think like even in COVID in general, like since a lot of people were in quarantine by themselves, I think it really made them like find what they really want. So like, especially with the rise of like social media during COVID, like 
yeah, like Mary said, like dating apps are on the rise. Like people are trying to like find more people to meet, to talk to, just like keep in touch with and stay in touch with. And, but on the terms of like couples who were already dating like pre-COVID, I definitely think it was like a rough time for some of them because like, you know, it's very difficult. It's very different, like not having them physically with you and I feel like that's like a really big factor in relationships, especially like, you know, long distance. Uh, like for those that did have to like go back home, I feel like it was very hard to adapt, like just being on the phone and like that in itself. I know like created many problems for couples and it did ultimately like lead to a lot of breakups during COVID. Like I know a lot of my friends, like they broke up during COVID. So it was like really hard to maintain the relationship. So it really shows like, it really shows a different side of like wants and needs during dating? From my experience of dating in COVID, I would say that, um, I don't know, there was a lot more emphasis in courting that other person, I would say. I think bringing it back to what we were talking about, how Filipinos or Filipino dating culture is a lot about courting. I felt myself, you know, having to talk more to that other person, start more conversations, you know, like try to impress them, you know, cause you can't just like look good and then, you know, that's it, boom, y'all get together, whatever, you know, you gotta have to say things, you know, and say like meaningful things. And I guess put more time into the relationships that you're trying to build. And at least for me, I thought that was really fun, you know, just texting people, FaceTiming people. Um, I don't know, it, it made things feel like it, I had to cement myself with that person before anything, you know? Because I feel like, you know, if you're in person, like sometimes you can definitely be caught up in like just purely physical attraction. So I yeah. feel like just getting to know the person through like online, they're not there. So, you know, you kind of have to talk to them. <laughs> so it's like you get more genuine conversation out of it and you get to really know whether you guys click or not. Personally, I'm oh, sorry. Personally, um, I met my current girlfriend during COVID wow. through a dating app. Um, <laughs> and I will, from my experience, my current experience, um, it really does emphasize like verbal communication. And when you cut out the majority of like the physical like interaction, like going to meet them in person, you know, eating with them in real life. Um, it really makes you, um, it, it's more difficult, you know, being online, but it just makes you like put in more effort and it um, really makes you know like what you want versus like, yeah, um, priorities and stuff. But I also, I guess like there's this question of does our dating apps like genuine too? Because there are, there has been that question ever since like Tinder came up and like the idea of, uh, you know, swiping right on someone that you think is physically attractive, mm -hmm. that type of ideal. And um, just like the sense that, oh, are these dating apps genuine? Like, can you find genuine relationships? And like in cases there are, but then there's also that idea that dating apps are kind of emphasizing, oh, you need to be physically attractive to have a relationship in that sense, or to even be considered a feasible partner mm -hmm. in that sense. 
that like you're saying like that they're emphasizing that you're only seeing the person at service level yeah it's not to say though like you kind of have to have that physical attraction before you start mm-hmm. dating someone you know you kind of have to think they're good looking you know, <laughs> at the end of the day yeah. but i think for the most part yeah covid has just forced you to think yo do i really want to put in time to talk to this person like is she really worth or is he really worth you know anything like mm-hmm. do i really want to you know, stay up till 5 a.m. FaceTiming this person. Don't really want to text all night, you know? Like, don't really want to try coming up with, like, slick lines on Messenger or whatever, you know? I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. So do you guys think that COVID, like, dating COVID is better or worse than pre-pandemic? I don't have anything. I can't even say anything. No, I think like I think it's better in the sense that people are getting to know people for who they are. You know, I feel like it definitely takes away the hookup culture that we talked about before, because obviously it's like social distance. <laughs> so I do think it's better in a sense of like creating like a genuine bond and connection with each other. You know? With that being said, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I would like to thank all of you, all of my guests for coming in and discussing this topic with me. So I guy I'll guess I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Yes sir. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Don't forget to follow PusoX3 at PusoX3 on some <laughs> on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, Stonybrook Puso at YouTube. Uh, hey, and Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. See you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.